take it back to the 90s. That's where you cats gonna find me. Uh, let's take it back to the 90s. Thank you for having me tonight. Oh, thanks for joining us. Um, you are our first official guest. So excited. Very I'm exciting. Thrilled. Guest. So thank you. Kate, have you ever done a podcast before? I haven't. Oh my God. We're taking her podcast virginity. Wow. Love it. Cheers to that. Cheers. Cheers to that. What are we drinking tonight, ladies? Um, you're the one who invented okay. it. Okay. Well, I didn't invent it, but we're drinking French 75s. There's a woman I follow on Instagram. Um, her name is Sarah. Forget her last name. Going to help Blakely, maybe? No, that's not true. I forget. Is she just an influencer? She's well. She's not the worst mom. It's like not the worst mom, not the worst marriage, and she and her husband have a podcast. Love it. And she drinks French seventy fives. It's her Thanksgiving, like what she does every Thanksgiving with her sisters. So I was like, oh yeah, I remember those. They're really good. And now we've been drinking them for a week. Yeah. <laughs> this is the first one I've ever had. Really? And, yeah, and it's delicious. Yeah. They're well, really thank good. you for bringing over the champagne for it. Otherwise. We would not be drinking them. Anytime. Good times, good times. So, um, Jill and I have decided that asking how are you now feels like an assault in 2020. So, we're not going to start with how are you's, but like, what have you been up to? <laughs> I think that's better. Are you, what, are you doing? what are you reading, watching, shopping? Like, most of my Christmas shopping is done. Oh, good. So, that's exciting. <laughs> um, and other than that, I've just been really swamped at work, which sucks. That sucks. Yeah. What have you been up to, Kate? Let's see. I just finished The Undoing okay, on I HBO. Watch it. Okay. It I just was, started it yesterday. Oh, so good. And um, A plus cast. I yes. mean, of course, even though when I approached my husband Tyler about it, I said, oh, we need to watch the show. It's with Nicole Kidman and Hugh Jackman. And then he looks, he goes, that is not Hugh Jackman. That is Hugh Grant. <laughs> but I had read it on somebody's, like, on somebody's story. Oh, they said okay. Hugh Jackman. So I was like, wow, two hot Australian and actors, had, actors. Had like, this is great. Information. And then I saw it's it, and amazing. I was like, oh, it's Hugh Grant? Okay. But he was really haggard. Yeah, but he's, and he definitely has age. He's aged a lot over yeah, the years, but also maybe I haven't seen him in anything or maybe like watched anything like that. But um, recently, yeah, I bet you're right. But he, I mean, he was what? great. What are you talking about? He looks like a million bucks. Let me see. In the heard. show, he does not. Not in the show. In the that is an edited. Oh photo. my gosh, that, that is, is so edited. Okay. <laughs> I mean, he's, he looks you great in that photo. Okay, okay, okay. And let me tell you, yeah, I right? want yeah, Nicole okay. Kidman's like Botox lady. She just gets better. By the year, like it's, I know she changes in reverse. Yeah, she's yeah, she stunning. Really um, but I mean, it was so great. It was six episodes, you know, which I could have finished in a night, but you know, we had to space it out over three nights. But so that's now I'm kind of in that little like depression. What do I do now? Yeah, it's like over. what do I watch? And yeah. I feel like the hardest part binging a show is so easy, but starting a show is so difficult. You know, because it's because it's like, what if I don't like it? And then you have to kind of coach whoever you're watching with like no everyone says it's really good yeah. Yeah. thankfully the show it was like three minutes in before yeah we that's really talk. good right that's it's really interesting right because i have heard somebody say it was boring <gasps> until they got to oh, oh for the this show twist. yeah the what? Really? Oh, oh no i, I don't think so we haven't even finished the first episode 
Um, we have to stop because we were exhausted last night. But uh, yeah, really good so far. Good. I did that with oatmeal. I tried. I got really into Ozark, right? Okay. Yeah. So I like started it, and I was having that new show, like awkward date phase. You yeah. Know, where I was like, I don't know if I like you. Yeah. Like I don't know if I want to keep seeing you. And then I stuck it out, and I loved it. And now I haven't picked it up in so long. Like. I think it's yeah, hard it sometimes over. with, especially when you go two years in between seasons. It's no, like, do no. I really miss it that much? Ozark is one of those shows I did, but I have to watch it with subtitles because I can't understand the Missouri accent, <laughs> you know? <laughs> yeah, right? It's but like, you're yeah. so funny. You can't understand a Missouri. Can you understand me? Yeah. Yeah, definitely. No, but it, <laughs> yeah, but Michigan is. Yeah, I mean, um, but you know what? I also think like <laughs> Michigan and Wisconsin sort of almost sounds like an upstate New York accent. Yeah. Like it's like has a lot of the similar like twang, you know, but um I don't know. I think there's something about that like it's it's very like deep Missouri too because it's the Ozark yeah. and it's you know, I mean, that's funny. Everything along those lines. There's also a lot happening in the it's like dark and every people aren't speaking very feel I feel like people aren't talking loudly on that show. Yeah, it's definitely very dark in the sense of the actual yeah, viewing of right. it, you know. Right. So, and I don't know if I can't see your face, I don't know who's speaking. Yeah, I know, it's really sad. I, I use closed captioning all the time. I well. I we usually talk, do too, about this. but I tried really hard to not do it for the undoing, even though it was a very easy show to understand. It's just a way for me to really focus on the show, so I'm not getting yeah. distracted by looking at my phone real quick or anything. Yeah. So I said, okay, if I'm making my husband watch this, even though he loved it, I have to stay it. very focused, and I'm not going to ask for subtitles. And I didn't, so. Congratulations. Yeah, isn't that wow. great? <laughs> nice job. 30 going on 95, I for sure. I love it. Yeah, Kate's like the barely 90s kid of the group. Yeah. What year were you born? 1990. Oh my so God. So I only missed okay, the first yeah. nine months. So I think technically I was conceived in the 80s. So <laughs> that, that counts, right? That counts yeah, you would have. Because when were you born? September? Yeah, but I think my parents you were like either found out yeah, a, a Christmas. They yeah. either told everyone or my mom said they told everyone. I was like, you were like three weeks pregnant. How did you do that? You know, but... My, um, one of my sisters was born September 9th. We've talked about this. Mm -hmm. And she, uh, in 1990. Yeah. It's on New Year's Eve. She was, she found out, my mom found out she was pregnant, like, right after the New Year. She had, like, a sinus infection or something like that. She went to the doctor and he's like, well, you have a sinus infection and you're pregnant. And she's like, uh, what? Oh, perfect. <laughs> so, anyway. Um, what no. about you, Chelsea? What have you been up to this week? Oh. Versus how are being you? Being depressed. <laughs> you know? No. Um, you know, last seasonal... Do you feel better go. knowing that it's finally December and that yeah. the year's ending, or is it just kind of like you think this is just twenty twenty is really just gonna be a decade of Have you seen this? a meme that is like it's like a guy waiting for the New Year's Eve clock? It's like eleven fifty nine, twelve thirty one, twenty twenty, and then the next minute it says thirteen instead of one. Yeah. <laughs> 13, 13, and he's like like it keeps going. Yeah, that's. I'm just like, <laughs> like that's gonna be my life. Like somebody. Oh, that that Match.com ad. You Did you it, see is, that? Oh, that was so, so funny. funny. But at the end, when it says make 2020 your year year, and then they like swap it out for 2020 to 2021. I literally like this was my like most genuine reaction. I went ha. So that's apparently how I feel about it. <laughs> <laughs> um, incredible. You want to know what I think might be fun, Jill, though, is to talk about, like, how uh, 
we met Kate. Oh yeah, we kind of like how yeah, yeah. that's a because it's kind of a funny story. This is really fun. Okay, so Adam and I live half a mile away from Chelsea, mm-hmm. and in was it March of 2019 that you got the house? Yeah. So in March of 2019, Caitlin and her husband moved into the house across the street. Caitlin was pregnant. And Adam kept saying, and I may have told you this, but Adam kept saying, I haven't seen the new neighbors yet. I haven't seen them yet. I like, I don't think they're actually living there yet. I, they just come and go every now and then. I'm like, okay, great. You're a stalker. Like, you're so damn nosy. He's come, Neighborhood Watch. Come to find out, Tyler, Kate's husband, is Neighborhood Watch 2.0. Mm-hmm. So it yep. all works out. So one day, I'm home. I mean, it must have been a weekend. Adam was not at the house. And... Um, I see you and Tyler at the door, and I'm like, oh, my God, those are the neighbors. And I took a picture of you from my living room. Uh, yeah, we're at our door, not yes, your door. Yes, 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 you're at your door. I'm in my house, and I send it to Adam. He's like, oh, my God, you're such a creep. I'm like, what are you talking about? You, of all people, calling me a creep? He goes, no, you don't understand. I love you so much right now for doing this. I'm like, you're an ass. Can I just, like, freeze for a second? Yes. Here's the best part. Here's where if you had stopped the story going, okay, so then I saw them. Right. Where do you think the next sentence should be? So I went over and said hi. No, of course. I took a photo of them. And <laughs> Keep going. Well, what was I gonna do? Go over there and like be a normal human being? Yes. So meanwhile, I'm at home calling my mom. None of the new neighbors have introduced. None of the neighbors have introduced themselves. I don't think we're welcome. To like You're like, where's my baked good at the door? And then Caitlin, and then so I was pregnant. Caitlin was pregnant. I had Will in May, at the end of May, and Natalie was born. Was it the end of July or the beginning of August? August first. That's right, August first. So when I was on maternity leave, Chelsea would come over like every day, like at least once a week, and we would sit in that front living room and we were on baby watch, like the Duma baby watch, and. Um, one day we saw your car had been missing for a couple days and then one day you pulled into the driveway and we're like oh my god is this the moment and you stepped out from the back seat and Tyler no she just beelined yeah. to the house she beeli- the from the back seat. right from yeah. the back seat and I was like she's in the back seat. seat there's a baby back there so Tyler went around took the car seat out meanwhile Caitlin's like I gotta go to bed it was like I think you left the door open Chelsea and I are like oh my god there's a baby it's amazing Caitlin does know, Kate does know this because I sent her the video that I took. Because yeah. again, why would I introduce myself? I'm what just a like, magical moment. Meanwhile, right. at this time, I still don't know Jillian and Adam, really. Right. You know, other right. than waving to Adam and then across the street. One day, I, I happened to be outside, and was it Tyler that said, like, oh, like, Tyler and Adam had spoken a couple times, and you were like, well, you can't be friends with them if I'm not friends with them. Probably. And that then, sounds very much like me. <laughs> and then Caitlin, I was out one day, and Kate came over and uh, introduced herself. Yeah. I got to meet Natalie. Yeah. Super cute. And you texted me and you were like, I met the neighbors. And she's really sweet. She's really sweet. We exchanged numbers and. But I, I just love that we like stalked Kate. We for months. Babies. For <laughs> yeah. Months. And like we knew her for way longer than she knew us. Sorry. Yeah. No, my God. It's fine. <laughs> it's so funny looking at it, especially because the first time I went out and I was like, you were outside thinking maybe Jack was outside and Will and you know I was going for a walk and I said like hey like can I have your number thinking like in case your house is on fire meanwhile I'm like please just drink with me like be a normal (laughs) person and then of course I you know you're like hi I'm Jillian and I walked away and then I 
thought, oh my God, I forgot her name. So I literally <laughs> texted you and I said, oh, um, how do you spell your name so I can put it correctly in my yes. phone? And you wrote Jill. And I was like, damn it. I was like, it wasn't. Well, you know Caitlin, what's so funny? Where Caitlin, you can spell it a million ways. Yeah, but you Jill, really can't spell you it. You can spell it with a G. But that also, I, I was like, good for her because I'm terrible with names. Yeah. So terrible. I get it. Um, I get it. And I love it. And. Eventually, you know, you met Kate. Well, I met her at Will's birthday party. That's right. And, and then, the first thing Chelsea says to me is, oh, you're across the street. I know you well. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, oh, okay. Again, because I'm also a freak show. Yes. I'm a human who can't be like, yes. oh, my God, it's so nice to meet you. I'm like, oh, you, I know you. Yes. And then <laughs> I knew that she was one of us because you had to leave to put Natalie down for a nap. Yes. yes. And yes. then I texted you later, and or we were texting, and I said, you can still come over back over here. And you came. And I, you said, it's just me and Chelsea and my sisters. And yeah. I said, okay. I right. said, this is a crowd at, because I had talked to you at the party. Yeah. I said, right. I'm going to go back over. You yeah. came over and that, and, and that, was a party. that was it. And that was, that, that's all she wrote. Well, and then I think really what like sealed the deal for this version of a tricycle is, um, you tried to host a like real house. Housewives of Latham party. Yes, we like invited one, like seven night. girls. Yeah, right? we invited we like the only four. Three. Five. Yeah, and it was just a three. <laughs> it was great too. <laughs> and then um, wasn't there talk about like Dear Zachary at some point? Or oh, like, oh yeah. Yes, yeah, and then we were like, oh yes, oh, okay, yes. Yep. yes. And we we turned on Hamilton. You, oh uh, that's right. But Hamilton. I think at, yes. it was at one point when you before you guys started chanting one of us. Yeah, yes. yes. <laughs> you said we kind of like. Uh, just shows and podcasts, and I was like, oh, please tell me you're talking about murder. I love that stuff. <laughs> and not even thinking, well, Kate, maybe you shouldn't say things like that, because a lot of people don't take that lightly, you right. know? And then you guys chanted one of us. Yeah. And I think I texted my husband, I was like, I'm in. <laughs> I was like, I'm better friends with them than you are. I win. Yeah. I won the contest. And that's the story of how we all became friends. Okay, Jill, since Kate is our guest, let's let her go last. Okay, I you love go it. first. <laughs> um, my whacker all that would have been applicable last week as well. It's the um, the talk boy. Oh yes. From Home Alone two. Have you seen Home Alone two? Of course. Yes, the talk boy. My sister Susan had a talk boy, and we were obsessed with it growing up. And there was I remember one time, and it became a running joke in my family. I think Gabby recorded like I have twenty seven dollars, and then Susan lowered it and it was or slowed it down. It's like I have twenty seven dollars, and that became the running joke in our family whenever we were talking about money. So I think Talk Boy should come back. Talk Boy was rad. So here's a random. Do you remember they made a Talk Girl? Yeah, which is dumb. Okay, thank you. So here's the thing. Here's like one of the first gender things I remember. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Because I got the Talk Boy. And then one of my friends was like, but you're a girl, and I got the top girl. And I was like, yours isn't in the movie. Right. So, meanwhile, you could movie. also say mine is less expensive than the top girl. <laughs> no. The pink tax. The pink tax. Okay. And, and it was, uh, wasn't it pink and purple? It was ugly. It was pink and purple. Yeah. And, then, and then I'm like, why? There's no need. Gray and black are neutral. Agreed. It can just be yep. top one. We can all use it. Anyways, I give it an all that. Thank you. Okay. Yeah. All that. Love it. Chelsea? What, I said all that. What is your oh. whacker all that? <laughs> <laughs> okay, fair enough. Um, I'm doing gel pens. Ooh. Ooh. Listen. I mean, the they're still out. I know, but I, and I realize that, but I don't own them. So when I, when I say whacker all that, it's like, am I going to purchase it this week as a, like a, you know, some retail therapy? Mm. And the answer is yes. 
So, are you gonna start doing artwork like doodles and notebooks, like Probably. in journaling or yeah. like bullet journaling, where you can make Bingo. it all look? Listen, you know, when I bougie. watch those, I get so in- I'm like, wow, that's amazing, but also like so intimidating. I have a pro- do you guys ever like buy journals? I bought so many. Yeah. And they're like three pages written. I'm like today, and I'm like, you know what? I just need a fresh start, fresh journal. <laughs> the, because this one has the first page filled. Yes, <laughs> the best <laughs> journal I ever got was a one sentence a year for five years. So it's like every page. So I was doing it, and meanwhile, I'm like, wow, I'm like, you know, we're going through infertility, and we're like gonna buy a house, and then oh, you know we'll awesome. have like you know a family like this is going to be so great until I got to the end of January so the first month of January 2018 okay. is really great and then I just never filled it out but I'm like I'm still in my five years I can just pick it up I and I just keep thinking like wow I mean granted this whole year I'd be like another day home from work you know <laughs> but it would just be so crazy to work. read back in years to say wow my gosh that feeling of Oh, I'm gonna be home for two weeks. This is so insane, which I still laugh at all right. the time. Oh, you know, all the time. You know all like, time. oh man. And then I got the first calendar <laughs> invite for April 2nd. I said, what? They're, they think I'm gonna be home in three weeks, you right. know? And, you know, well, eight months later. later. Yeah. <laughs> Merry Christmas. Here yeah. We I have one of those journals and I filled it out for like I did three a days. week. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. And it was at the beginning of this year and then it just stopped. And I got one for Adam and me. Remember, I, I think I showed you it was like the journal. It's like it asks you a question every day and you answer oh, it together. Yeah, that was we like did one it. Of your gifts last year, right? We did it for like a few days and then we just stopped. We should probably pick it back up again. What were the questions? Like, just like. What's and, your favorite thing about my personality? What? Some of them were like. favorite movie you've ever seen? Yeah. What's a moment from your childhood where you felt scared? Just like get to. Like, if like, you had a day to do whatever you could, you wanted to do, like, what would you do? Like, where would you go? Just, like, like conversation. Yeah. Or, it Got was it. cute. Okay. Yeah. It is cute. Can you stop, please? I'll go lay down. is talking to her dog, not to us. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so gel pens. Yeah, so um, my number one memory with gel pens is we used to, you know, we I grew up in, like, Michigan State. And we would travel to Traverse City for vacations, which is like, I feel like people have heard of Traverse City. Why did you have to? Yeah, she's allergic to you. Go. Oh, poor girl. Go. Sorry, Moxie Jane. I said leave. She's like, what are you talking about? Get out. She's okay. As long as I'm not touching her. Um, I said I would get rid of Moxie before I would get rid of Jill, so. That's love. (laughs) That is love. Nobody wants you here. Aww. City and I would sit in the back and put my feet up on the seat in front and draw my legs in gel pen the oh, wow. entire time. Wow. And I would get there and my mom would be so mad. <laughs> of course. She'd be like, Chelsea, like I'm just real? tattooing myself. I'm like, it's gonna wash off. Did your How long parents did it take to wash off? I don't know. I mean it didn't come off like right away, but it wasn't like permanent marker or anything. Okay. Did your parents also threaten you saying, you know, if you write on yourself, you're just putting poison in your body, you know? Oh, yes. Meanwhile, is that true? I mean, it's like in the 50s, not like in the 90s. I was going to say, do I still believe that as I'm asking you this (laughs) question? So, did your parents ever say that? (laughs) (laughs) Totally crazy. I definitely don't believe it. What about you? Did you believe it? Is it true? Also, is it true? Was it? So every time I need to write down a note, I just use one of my journals lying around because <laughs> nothing else is filled out. Rather than use my hand for a quick five one second, you know. 
describe one of these journals. <coughs> I love it. Okay. Um, so I'm giving them an all day and I'm probably going to buy them this week. Wow, good for you. I actually need to buy one in case I want to like write notes on my Christmas cards this year. If it's like a dark Christmas card. You know, oh, you know. smart. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'll give it an all that. I okay. like gel pens. Especially, you're talking about the colorful ones. Yeah. Of course. Okay, so Are they're not no, nobody colors? buys black gel pens. Okay, so here's a really funny story about colorful pens. When I was in fourth grade, like we were learning, you know, cursive back when they used to teach on school. Is that so sad? I know. And we used pencil, and then there was a date where if your handwriting was neat enough, you got to switch to pens. Ooh. And it was like a big ceremonial thing. The teacher, it was a Friday afternoon. And she had like the colorful, like regular rollerball pens. But you remember like the clear Bic pens that were different colors, like yes. the blue and the pink and the green. Yes. And, and then purple. Could, that's what we used to cheat with. What do you mean cheat? You could with? unscrew them, the uh-huh. top, and you pulled the thing out. So uh-huh. like my friends and I, because we would switch papers oh. to green. Oh yes. And then we would just put black ink in, and we you'd leave the answers <gasps> blank, and then instead of uh, hitting with red pen, they'd hit it with black ink. Genius. We got busted. And the oh. whole class got in trouble because we were all like the whole entire class was doing it. We wow. had to like. Sit well, that's what you. That's anyway, what a teacher gets for making you grade each other's. I remember yeah, right. those thick pencils. But I remember I got, uh, I got to pick a pen that first Friday, and it was I chose a purple pen. Purple was my favorite color, obviously. Everyone goes through that in fourth grade, anyway. But yeah, I give roller pens and all that. Gel, pen. gel pens. Yeah. Gel pens. Yeah, definitely and all that. <laughs> Definitely. Also, those pens where it's one pen and you click them all down, the and it's like yeah, five different colors, I and then one of those somewhere. And then you try to click them all down at the same time, and mm-hmm. then your two dollar pen gets busted, and yes. then it's like the worst day in school. Oh yes, so. worst day in school. Definitely. Do you have a whacker all that? I do. Let's hear okay. it. Okay, so McDonald's in the '90s when they did the teeny beanie babies oh, as their yes. Happy Meal yes, prize. Yes, yes. I mean. We didn't go to McDonald's all that often, but obviously when we did, it was a treat, you yeah. know, yeah. and it was the greatest thing. And I remember everyone bringing them to school, you know, like collecting them and kind of showing them off and like putting them on their book bag and everything. Meanwhile, I'm looking back, if I'm a teacher, it's like, oh my gosh, how often do you kids go to McDonald's, you know? <laughs> like, why do you have 30 beanie babies? But meanwhile, like, I had a younger brother, a younger sister, like, they didn't know, I just took theirs, you know? So like, meanwhile, I'm like... Yeah, they're probably like, wow, your arteries are already messed up. Like, like you're, it's fine. No, you're fine. Exactly. Oh, but, yes. And you pretend they were like the babies. Yeah, to, the, to the ones you had at home. Yeah. You know, the ones that you could never rip the tag <laughs> off. The Beanie Baby craze as a whole, though, being like insane. Right. Like, That's I why remember, you couldn't rip the tag off. Yeah. Because you're going to sell it. The yeah. Whole thing, like, <laughs> my mom's friend would like follow the UPS truck. Oh, my God. She would like know what day Beanie Babies were being delivered to Toys R Us and like literally is, I know it's insane. That's insane. That's insane. Meanwhile, like I just remember I like have this weird thing with dates and birthdays and I've just always been this way. And I remember just being so upset that it was like a unicorn or a dragon that shared my birthday. I was like, I don't I can't get the cute little puppy. Like I can, I can magic the unicorn or something like that. And being so upset and like checking everyone else's birthday. I'm like, I'm like, my sister gets the flamingo and it's so pretty, and you know, I'm like dread. <laughs> like mine's not even a real animal. You know? That's amazing. That of all the things so to stress about. Funny. So do you guys want to take a super quick break and Wait, then when we come back, start into our... And refresh our drinks. Yeah, Let's yeah. do it. All right, we'll be right back. Let's take it back to the 90s. That's where you cats gonna find me. 
take it back to the 90s. That's where you cats go. <laughs> okay, so uh, Julie, do you want to introduce what we're doing today? Yes, today we are talking about the Rugrats Hanukkah episode. Hanukkah. Since it's the holiday season, and we I thought it'd be inclusive. We thought it would be appropriate to discuss not just Christmas things, but also Hanukkah. And uh, this episode was actually like critically acclaimed. Are you serious? Yes. But also, I'm not surprised. Okay. Yeah, first impressions? With the show? With yeah. the episode? With the episode. Loved it. Same. Loved it. Me too. And yeah. honestly, as growing up in a Roman Catholic Irish family, oh my, my God, whole, like, us the, too. The only <laughs> reason I know all my like first early, you know, all the knowledge I know about Hanukkah came from Rugrats. Yep. I swear. And yeah. any oh, any Jewish so holidays because they also cover Passover yes. and yes. you know a lot. And Hanukkah is this the only Hanukkah episode? I think so. Then but then clearly they're... it just stuck so it stood in my mind so much. Yeah. Right. So. And they, I mean, um, Dee Dee's parents, you know, Minka and Boris, they're Jewish and they are, appear in a lot of episodes and there's a lot of reference to the reference to their to Judaism and their religion and. So, yeah. So, when, I think it was back in 92, uh, Nickelodeon approached the directors and the writers and said, we'd like you to put together a Hanukkah episode. And they said, no, we're not really ready to do that yet. And then they decided, you know what, let's do a Passover episode. Mm -hmm. So, they did the Passover episode. And that was in April. I can't remember what year. And um, Well, this is season four. Right. The Hanukkah episode is in and season I, four. And actually, I think Passover episode was in season three. Okay. Um... The Hanukkah episode was also the season opener, which I yes. loved. Yes. Oh, really? oh yeah. yeah. Well, duh. It was episode one. <laughs> like, I'm oh, like, right. I'm the one who episode texted one. you being like, it's episode four. Right? <laughs> episode season one, four, season episode four. four. Okay, so it was in 96. So um, maybe Passover was in 95. It doesn't really matter. They did the Passover episode, and it was received so well by the public that they decided to go back and do the Hanukkah episode. And it was incredibly... The people who wrote it are Jewish, or at least one of them was. I think maybe both of them might have been. That's wonderful because I think that keeps facts. Yes. Agreed. Yes. Instead of like re because I was and still am a little confused about Hanukkah. Yeah. Okay. I actually want to touch on that too because yeah. I have some questions and I didn't know if it was the episode or if it's just my no, poor knowledge. Yeah, I think it's that. No, no, no one taught me the actual. I think it's just, I think it's typical for you, you grow up knowing what you know. Right. And you know what I mean? And like you learn about other cultures, but you're never going to know that, you know, it's like you don't know it in depth the way somebody who sure. practiced Judaism and were like, yeah, Father, Son, Holy Spirit, they're all the same thing. They'd be like, eh. What? Right. So Arlene Klasky is the one of the creators of the Rugrats. She is Jewish. It was very important to her that uh, Boris and Minka be portrayed sort of accurate that the that like the Jewish religion and the Jewish faith and everything that goes with it be portrayed accurately mm -hmm. and it was important for her to have DDB Jewish and uh, Stu be Christian mm -hmm. because they wanted to show like this is this is normal mm -hmm. this is reality and prior to the Passover and Hanukkah episode prior to the Passover episode airing there had never been another animated series that discussed a Jewish holiday really? at that time. And wow. then the Hanukkah episode was the first um, animated series, again, that touched on, like, Hanukkah. 
Wow. At least during that time, I think. Um, the Rugrats, we said, this is what started the podcast. Yes, the yes. Rugrats were woke. Yeah. Yep. Right? And They're we like, didn't realize it. We yeah. didn't appreciate it as kids. No, which but, is great that, like, we are the generation that grew up with it. Totally. So, you know, things like Betty being, like, you know, Tandem a mom, parent. you know, like, yeah. look at her go. Like, that didn't seem out of reality. You right. Know? It's, like, what we knew, you know? Right. right. That's a really good point. So, as far as Hanukkah is concerned, they did a really nice job throughout the episode of sort of toning it down for kids or not toning it down but explaining it in such a way that they could understand mm-hmm. it somewhat even if they weren't raised in that religion um and it was actually pretty accurate um so hanukkah i did some research oh my gosh girl get it I'm you know so me glad you did okay that. so and i'm probably and if any of our listeners are jewish please feel free to slide into our dms yeah, and, and tell us all the things we're saying no offense. You're, you're sitting here chatting with three Roman Catholic raised women. But it's important to note that much of the, like, the Torah is based in the Old Testament. Yeah. So, anyway, the, in 175 BC, Antiochus, Antiochus, the fourth, um, invaded Judea at the request of the sons of Tobias. And then, essentially what happened was they invaded and they said, listen, you guys hear essentially what they say in the Rugrats, like no more praising your God and worshiping your God and everything you've been doing all these years and that your forefathers taught you. And your five fathers. Right. Fathers. Right. right. And your six fathers. <laughs> um, and then what they did was there was the second temple in Jerusalem. It was looted. They banned services from taking place there and Judaism was outlawed. And in 167 BC, Antioch, Antiochus, ordered an altar to Zeus be erected in the temple and he banned circumcision and he ordered pigs to be sacrificed at the altar of the temple which so, is, which was now a temple to Zeus yeah and also I mean that's that's where the the kosher thing comes in yeah play, right right so right so then there's um there's a revolt because of all of this and one of the people who revolted was um, yeah, people don't like to be told what to do. Right. Judah of Maccabee. And his name, he was known as... Maccabee translates to the hammer, which is why oh. it's called Judah. That was it. Um, okay, so they, they're revolting. And then inevitably what happens is they are successful in their revolt. The temple gets liberated and it gets rededicated. And that's... Hanukkah means... Um, dedication or rededication okay which is where the name of the holiday comes from and then what happens is judah ordered the temple to be cleansed and for a new altar to be built in the place of the polluted one and and new holy vessels to be made they needed um unadulterated and undefiled pure olive oil with the seal of the high priest in order what extra virgin olive oil evoo um in order to light the menorah in the temple and um, it needed to be lit throughout the night every night. And the story goes that there was one flask of this oil found. It only had enough oil to burn for one day. But they needed something like eight days in order to get, um, more. get more oil. Yeah. Right. So in order to prepare this kosher oil for the menorah, they needed this time. They were like, well, we're going to light it anyway. And the miracle is that this oil ended up lasting for eight nights. 
And as a result of this miracle, they declared um, an eight-day festival to celebrate the miracle. Um, so that's where Hanukkah comes from. I think it's a... I honestly love that story because I think it's like people rallying together and fighting for what they believe in and then receiving the mirror. You know what I mean? Like, right. what a cool thing to celebrate every year. And there's a line at the end of the show, which we'll get to at you know, when we get there, mm-hmm. that I was like, oh my God. And you probably, you might, yeah. you guys probably know maybe what line I'm talking about, but anyway. So yeah, like Kate said, this was also my personal introduction to Hanukkah. Um, I was, I went to Catholic school my entire life, from kindergarten until I graduated from college. I went to um, public school, kindergarten, first and second grade, and then transferred when I was in third grade. So I was actually introduced to Hanukkah in my public school because we got Jewish holidays off and things too. And so they did teach Jewish tradition. And I remember we got dreidels and you know what I mean? But I had a very loose understanding of it. Definitely the Rugrats is probably the first educational other than being like, it's Hanukkah, guys. Here's your dreidel. Have a fun weekend. So that's exactly. I went to public school, and I think that's really, you know, you have a Christmas tree, and they have a dreidel. And yep. it's like, wow, this seems like so much fun. Like, why don't we have you dreidels? You know? Eight days. Yeah, and that was the thing. You get presents for eight days. But <laughs> we only get out for one. Maybe but it's, two. they didn't touch. And, of course, it's public school. Like, you really, mm-hmm. they obviously don't go into, like, the birth of Christ, you know, either. Yeah. And right. As they shouldn't, you know. But... You know, this was really where I learned, you know, like the Maccabees or the Maccababies, you know, yeah. and things like <laughs> that, you know, and, but so this is the thing that I think I have been confused with my whole life, like about um, Hanukkah. I thought there were eight candles to light for the eight nights of Hanukkah, not realizing that the menorah was actually, actually it was exist, menorah, what, yeah. existed before Hanukkah. I in you my the mind, Nora was like came after something oh, people okay. created to celebrate it. Yes, and yeah, I had no clue. Cool. So I feel, and honestly, like I mean, I didn't realize that this morning. You know, I mean, I, I, I I'm, <laughs> I'm ashamed. Today I'm, years I'm old. Ashamed. Yeah, I was today years old, and I can't believe that. And I'm ashamed. You know, I should, no. should know more. But like here, like Rugrats is teaching me. You know, no, and like that's really cool. Better for Rugrats to teach you than to not have learned ever. You're absolutely right. <laughs> Let's just say something real quick about learning. I don't think there's ever an inappropriate age to learn something new. It's when you fight and be like, that's not true. Well, isn't that so, isn't that in keeping with 2020 in general? Like, we're in a season where there are all these racial inequities finally being, finally sort of being dealt with. Mm -hmm. And I think there's a lot of white fragility. Sorry, guys. It's a thing. And it can be difficult to come to terms with that. But you have to. Like, and if you did something that maybe a black person or a person of color may have found offensive or found racist in some way even if it wasn't your intent like you can grow from that and you can admit like oh yeah i do have learning to do and you move forward from it yeah there i'm gonna find the meme and post it but it's like get comfortable saying these phrases like oh that's new information to me thanks for telling me right oh i'll i'll have to ponder my viewpoint after right learning that and blah 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 blah. and i'm like wow those are all like right really good things so did you think that talking about the rugrats was going to make us have such it a it always <laughs> does though i mean this is what, okay know. again because i know go back and listen to episode one but this was almost a rugrats podcast <laughs> <laughs> it really was they are so rad 
Okay, so, so slipping into the episode off of your wonderful info, when okay. I sat down to watch it, I, I mean, I remembered the Hanukkah episode, but I didn't remember a single detail about it, yes. right? Agreed. So I sit down, got my keyboard open, I'm ready to take notes, and they're starting with the story. And I'm like, Did you oh, notice? my God, I have to pay a yes. attention. Yeah. But did like, you notice that the introduction was cool. different than their normal introduction? Instead of In that the beginning? Me, me, Oh, yeah, and it was like, black screen, yeah. and it just said Hanukkah. Yeah. Super then, solemn, right off the bat. I was like, good for them. Good for good for you. <laughs> they yeah. did it right. And um, yeah, they open up and it's uh, Boris's voice telling... No, it's Minka's voice. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. It's Minka's voice telling the story of Hanukkah and the babies are like acting it out. And they are using actual names, mm-hmm. actual city names that are hard, hard to pronounce, hard yes. to say, where I'm literally sitting there like I was in... If only you had closed captioning on because yeah. curious <laughs> notes. No, I'm an audible listener. Mm, sure, sure, you know, sure. that's how anyways, but I'm I would like to say my first impression is the impressed. Yes. They're here to educate. And I'd love to hear your impressions on the beginning of it. And then they entertain me too. I agree hundred percent with everything you just said. So I love that you touch on that they you know, use real places and names and everything. And I loved that they said, you know, you have to start reading books that they want you to read. And they mm-hmm. pass Plato to <laughs> Chucky. And Chucky goes, hey, it's Plato. <laughs> and I was like, LOL. Like, oh my gosh. Like, And of course, it's written out Plato like, you know, the, philo- yeah, yeah, right, the, the philosopher. Right. But meanwhile, he's like, oh, Plato. Like, we can get on board with this, you know. And I was like, oh my God, that is so clever. And something I never would have picked up as a child, you know. So. Mm-hmm. Well, that's funny. I, my parents always liked the Rugrats. Like, I was obsessed with it because they said Same. it was funny. And now I get it. Do you know what I mean? I'm yeah, like, right. I, they've got a lot of just quick Oh, little, your parents really liked it? I yeah. love that. That's like, so funny. They never had a problem. With you watching. Yeah, with us watching because they're like, they're funny. Right. Rugrats is funny. It's not like some of the stuff. It's not. I mean, listen, I love Blue's Clues and you, but. Dora. Well, it's not Rugrats. Rich. I will. River. (laughs) Grandma's house. (laughs) It's funny because speaking of Blue's Clues and you, because my daughter, who's one, is obsessed I thought the same thing. Like, I mean, sure, the songs are super catchy, they but are, I mean, unfortunately, but they actually yeah. did an episode this week. Sidebar, bringing into like diversity and inclusion. It was. Are you serious? I'm serious. Josh, the host, um, is Filipino, so he is baking a babinka for his Lola, his which is grandmother Aww. in the Philippines. Yes. And you know, you learn like, oh, that's masalap, and I totally probably butchered that, but it means You're delicious, yeah, you know. Okay. And here I am saying it to Natalie, and you know, Aww. he does a lot of Filipino gestures like when Lola comes to visit you know oh, really spoiler cool. alert she, she was spoiler um alert. she was uh you know that was the end of the blues clues it was they were baking a babinka for Lola which here oh. I am googling oh that was the end of blues clues yeah That's what you mean okay yeah. okay okay so uh, meanwhile I'm like I'm sitting there watching it with right. my daughter and I'm googling what is a babinka how right. do you spell babinka <laughs> you know and like and I was like wow this kind of sounds really cool you know and right. and like he even like takes he does like a filipino gesture where he takes her hand and puts it to his forehead you know and i had googled it you know and that's like to show sign of like your elders in the filipino culture oh and here i am thinking like oh thank god natalie's yeah, watching you're something that like you're like natalie <laughs> <laughs> and i mean it's like here i am and like actually my nephew is over too and he's like what is that i said oh it's a babinka like i know all along he goes, <laughs> he, goes, he, goes oh. maybe, he goes maybe grandpa can make that meanwhile it's like a rice cake you know and like they add pineapple to it and here he's just like oh yeah like that sounds good like let's 
That's awesome. Let's have Grandpa make it. And I was like, wow. And so it's funny that watching Rugrats, you know, watching this episode and thinking it's including, like, diversity and inclusion and, like, how... Using the real words. Yeah, and, like, making it, you know... The words you So it's normal. Like, I didn't grow up not knowing what Hanukkah was because Tommy and Chucky taught me about it, you know? So I'm happy that... There at least this one episode of Blue's Clues, and I'm sure like other shows I just don't watch, you know, are trying to include that, you know, and that you know our kids will grow up learning things from Nickelodeon shows. Like I think that's great. Well, you know, Sesame Street um, has the autistic. (laughs) That's right. Now they have the autistic. Julia. Julia. Yeah. Yeah, and she's I I love. Anyways, yeah. So um oh um another piece about this opening opening scene. scene, and I. I didn't know this because I do not read Hebrew, but when I was doing my research, there is a... One of the twins is standing in front of what looks like a storefront, and the Hebrew letters, the Hebrew word apparently, has something to do with someone who performs circumcision. And there's a line, or excuse me, a sign in front of the store that says, Cut Rates. Oh, Oh my God. (laughs) Now, that's hilarious because that is only a funny joke. To a Jewish community who can read exactly, <laughs> and like, what a great thing for and them to be like, ah, oh, these people are gonna get it, and, uh, and good for them, right? Knows. Like, this and is our inside, this is knows. our inside joke. That's awesome. I know. So I loved that. It made me laugh. Okay, so after this opening scene, they kind of leave you hanging. But did you also notice? Sorry, I don't want to interrupt no. again. But did you notice that? So interrupt it's, me a hundred times. It's all it's, what we do. That's what I do anyway. Um, but all the kids are playing out these parts, and then it cuts to for a moment. before before it cuts to the real scene of them in the pickles home, mm-hmm. there the picture changes to show like an actual rendering of what may have been happening at that time with actual Greek yes. people and actual Jewish people. Yeah. So I liked that they included that. Like, I think they did an awesome kids, job. And I think that kids can handle a lot more than adults give them credit for. I and the writers of this agree. show trusted them and yes. they did it quickly. Yes. Too. They're not yeah. trying to be like guys. Right. They're just like real quick. Right. Right. Um. So then we're back. We're in the pickles home. Yeah, we're I'm gay. And Dee Dee calls her mother, who was reading the story to the children, and she's like, "I need your help making the latkes." So my first impression of being in the home is I love the family aspect yes. that uh, yes. Charles, Charles, Chaz, 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 Chaz is and Chucky are just over clearly on this. It seems like they're probably Jewish too, but um, or maybe not. But the scene is very like Everyone's they're not celebrating; out. they're cooking, yeah. and that to yeah. me is different than like you don't invite people over to prepare for going to this like unless you're show. very close. unless you're very that's what I mean right. like that's normal when you're family. It's right. like well just come over. I'm not wearing pants, but come it's over. It's literally like last Christmas I came over and I was like oh I'm gonna prepare the pork for you. Yeah, Jill came over. Was it Christmas Eve or Christmas Eve Eve? Doesn't matter. It was a couple days before Christmas. But yeah. I don't like to touch raw meat. It's a thing of mine. And so Jill literally came over just to help me, so I didn't have to touch. And Chelsea just took pictures of me, and she's like, "I don't with my look. gag face, being like, look." And it's also funny that, as per usual, like somehow all the kids are here. Like I, I don't know where uh, the twins' parents are, or right. even where Angelica's parents are. Like I did take a note about Angelica because. Um, only because at one point she says, like, thanks for including me. And so I'm just, for some reason, I was imagining Drew and the wife. Charlotte. I, Charlotte, right? yes. Charlotte. Thank you, Jake. Um, fighting. Yeah. I imagined them at marriage counseling. <laughs> <laughs> so they're, like, 
can you guys watch Angelica tonight? Because we need to go to counseling and we need to <laughs> so have a date night. I imagine they are during this <laughs> oh That's hysterical. Uh, what about you, Kate? What were your impressions? Okay, so um, I don't think Chaz and Chucky are Jewish only because he makes a comment at the end of the episode. Wow, I didn't know Hanukkah was so exciting. Oh, and I was like, oh my gosh. I was like, and I love that, like, yeah, like, he was welcome to come over to hang out, you know, was like learning about the latkes, which also, that was my first introduction to latkes. And I was like, wow, that BTS, sounds they're delicious. So <laughs> yeah. good. And, but like, you can never do anything wrong to a potato. That's it's also funny how in animated shows like food looks so good somehow yeah. like and I was like yeah latkes I mean like granted the kids are also eating mud and I'm like, mm, I'm like that looks good you know as a kid this is what I'm saying but now I'm like as an adult I'm like yeah I'm like those latkes look good and like always being like wow potato pancakes right. it sounds awesome and why doesn't my dad make them for us you know so like I totally agree I thought it was just so great that um and I loved that you know when Dee Dee's talking with her parents you know and they're going over you know the whole point of the episode is that there's the the play at the senior synagogue center you know so which is amazing and I like love that Minka was like Dee Dee that's what she called her yeah, and I was like know. and I mean I don't know what her name I think her name's just Dee Dee you know maybe or maybe, or maybe like, it is Dee Dee uh, but I loved oh it my just God, what if her name is Dee Dee and they just like, call her Dee Dee right maybe. but I was like country name but like I just loved the way she was like Dee Dee come here and I was like oh it just like just felt very natural I mean, yes yeah. it gave you the warm fuzzies I also like, and they do this throughout the episode, they talk about the different traditions of Hanukkah in a very seamless and natural way. Like when Dee Dee's making the latkes, she says, um, she says to someone that they fry them to remind them, they fry the latkes and the donuts to remind them of the oil used in the miracle of Hanukkah. Oh, I missed that. That's and Forrest, awesome. of course, makes some grandpa jokes about, you know, his arteries being filled yeah. with with grease yeah and i just i love boris throughout the entire episode just just oh, yeah. so everyone knows i Me just love too. him but sidebar i know that i said a lot of people love this episode critically acclaimed uh -oh. but uh -oh. the anti-defamation league um does not support the characters of minka and boris because their position is that they were modeled off of um nazi era anti-semitic illustrations of Jewish people. Oh, give me a break. And the, and the creators of the show, the CEO of Nickelodeon, who at the time was Jewish, they were like, are you out of your mind? Like, absolutely not. Like, that is not at all what we were intending to do. Mm -hmm. So, in any event, I just, I mean, there's always a surprise. There's always some surprise drama and controversy, I feel like, whenever we're doing... It's like whenever you want to... Um educate somebody on something that doesn't apply to everybody you know what yeah. I mean like everyone loves chocolate let's do right. Willy Wonka who doesn't like a chocolate factory but some, like, like someone's gonna, gonna teach be you about Hanukkah and someone's right. gonna be like <sighs> well you're doing it wrong yeah give me so, a break anyway I just wanted to let y'all know oh. um something I love about the Rugrats in general but something I really love about this episode is like they do such a good job of getting inside a kid's brain you mm -hmm. know so they're looking at the menorah and they're like what is it and tommy's like i don't know but every <laughs> night i have to put on a funny hat they say some words i don't understand but then i get a present and i'm like even that's a baby but like even in as a second grader i remember 
that was my understanding. You're like, Hanukkah, you get, yeah. you get presents. You light a candle. Yeah. And you get a present. And you get a present. Yep. <laughs> That's all I know. <laughs> and so I love that they just are like, we're not tiptoe, we're not expecting these babies to know right. yeah. the story behind Hanukkah, even though we're doing a Hanukkah episode. And you know what's so funny and has nothing to do with this episode, but I have struggled with how to introduce Other the concept of God, no, the concept of God to my kids. Like, I, especially from a young age, like, I don't remember ever having like a sit down conversation with my parents about it. I went to church. I went to Catholic school. Like it was just something that was discussed in, in those, you know, in that manner. But my kids don't, I mean, I don't, we don't go to church regularly. We don't, they don't go to Catholic school. They're not going to go to Catholic school. Mm-hmm. So I guess it's up to me and I just, I'm afraid I'm going to screw it up. You won't screw it up. You won't. No. But I don't think it's a sit down discussion. I don't I think, think so either. I think it gets peppered in. To, okay. I think it gets like, like where did I come from? Well, God gave me. Yeah, like a lot know, of like, questions yeah, that come up. Like just, why does this happen? And then, you know, if that's what you choose to, yeah. how to answer, then, right. you know, that's where you kind of say, you know, you have a baby brother because God brought him Wanted here. Kind of, you know, okay. something okay. like that. Okay. I, I agree. I think I mean, it's like a little peppered. We then. have even said random things like when it's been a pretty sunset. Mm-hmm. You know, like as simple as it sounds be like, ooh, God made a pretty sunset tonight. Just oh, making okay. it like a quick. Weaving it in easily. Yeah. Quickly During without. thunderstorms, God's bowling. <laughs> that's right. God don't bowling. believe in God. Don't, don't you just say that? Like, isn't that something everyone grows up thinking, you know? I remember when uh, when Wait. it was raining, but it was like sunny. My grandmother would be like, "Oh, Mary's crying tears of joy." Yeah. <laughs> but that's exactly. I think that's how it gets, and then they will have questions. But it doesn't have to be like, "Sit down here, son." Right. Tell you okay. God. All right. Like, so what yeah. you're telling me is I'm overthinking this, and I, I'm being that's what I'm, I'm telling giving you. it too much of an intellectual spin. Okay, God. Let me bring you back to the record. You're <laughs> the opposite of overthinking. <laughs> um. Another thing I love in this early opening scene, the kids are eating chocolate coins and chocolate dreidels, mm. and they say, I like the taste of the ones under the couch. I know. And if that isn't like, <laughs> man, you give a kid a dollar and they're going to want a spatula, you know what I mean? Like, what? You're like, I don't want the toy, I want the box. Yeah, absolutely. God, I love that. Little dicks. I also love that when Angelica was, you know, the babies are talking about their, you know, what is it, you know, is it, Tommy's like, is it my birthday, you know, or not not every night, you know, and she's like, no, you stupid babies, you know, (laughs) it's, it's Hanukkah, you know, and then she said, ah, whatever, I don't care what you guys are doing, I need to watch my holiday special, you know, and of course it's (laughs) Cynthia, you know, and the best part is that she pulls out her toy, her Cynthia toy, and it's called Couch Potato Cynthia. And she, alongside I that. I missed that. Oh, yeah. Couch Potato Cynthia. That she, like, opens the box, and it's Cynthia on the couch with with a cord phone on one side. And, like, I totally and, like chips it. on the other. And the background of the little box is, like, the like New York City skyline. And, and Angelica's sitting there with her own, like, Pottery Barn chair. You right, know, right, But it's, right. like, the Cynthia chair, you know? That her and Cynthia are couch potatoes watching wow. TV. Uh, and I was like, oh, my gosh. That is so mad. Hey, how is that actually, like, not a thing or was ever a thing? Because, let's be, face it, that's like, me. Right. That's also, like, that could easily be, like, quarantine Cynthia. Oh, <laughs> I was, oh my God. <laughs> Give her a bath. 
<laughs> I was gonna say it's like the American girl, like Cynthia, the 2020 doll. <laughs> that is exactly what's gonna happen. In 20 or 30 oh, years, no. they're gonna be like, oh, this is the American girl doll from 2020. The she had, yeah, she had a. Me- it's gonna be instead of like, and her name's gonna oh. be something like. It's gonna be like Apple. Braxton with yes. like a Y and two N's. God, don't do that to your children, okay? Like, but she'll also, they'll make it, like, trendy, and they'll put, like, the Apple Macintosh computer, oh, you know what I mean? Sure. Meanwhile, it's like, where's her mother? I want to see what her right. mother... <laughs> yeah, right. Holding her Starbucks in one hand and a bottle of wine in the other. I'd like Thinking, the American I, Mom doll. Why isn't that a thing? <gasps> I would... Oh, you... <clears throat> American girl, if you're listening, and we know you are, you want to talk about reaching your target market... You, the people who grew up loving your dolls now with what do you call it, Jillian? Disposable income. I yes. want, I want to purchase these dolls' mothers. Yeah. The okay. American Mom a- Collection <laughs> by American Girl. You're welcome. <laughs> TM. We would like one percent of the profits. Thanks. Yeah, one percent will be fine. Oh my god. <laughs> I want in imagine? on this too. Well, I'll be stuck for life. All right, so I love that you caught that because I totally missed it. And in true Rugrats fashion, after Angelica turns on the TV to to start watching her holiday specials, do you think that, first of all, do you think Mariah Carey was in one of those specials? She must have been, right? I mean, at this point, her album Mariah Carey is Cynthia in the show. (laughs) We just don't know that. They don't touch on it, but we all know. We all know. But it is. We all know. So after this scene, we, of course, cut to... Stu Pickles doing what Stu Pickles does. Tinkering in the basement. Pop is with him. And Pop is like, you're a fucking idiot, basically. (laughs) Like, Pop looks concerned while Stu is building this massive and completely inappropriate menorah. But it's funny. Before we find out it's inappropriate, you know, he says, you know, I just want to be, I want to make sure that my kid, you know, Tommy, is understands his culture and I want to be supportive of Dee Dee. And here I am, like, tear. I'm like, I'm like, wow. I'm like, Stu Pickles? I'm like, no. And especially, like, I haven't watched Rugrats in years. But... But I understand and herself. I listened to um, Works for 90s Kids episode one, and I was like, wow. I was like, uh, Stu, wow, you kind of suck. You know? And I was like, so then I was like, well, maybe, maybe that maybe was Maybe he grew up in the last three boy. seasons. Maybe he grew up. And I was like, this is great. I was like, I love hearing that he's being a supportive husband. And then. Okay, but thank you for saying that, Kate. Because I also feel that I felt the exact same way. Like, he's down there. And when he says the weight, his brows are furrowed. And he's like, I just want Dee Dee to know I'm supportive. And I want... And then it's the most culturally inappropriate thing I've ever seen. Oh my but God. that's also, I think, like, a little tongue-in-cheek humor Nickelodeon. I'm like, this is what people do when they think they're... You know what I mean? Being supportive? It's like, I, yes. It's like... <laughs> Listen, I had to, when George Floyd died, our church did this big, I'm sorry, when George Floyd was murdered, Thank you. Um, our church did this thing where we we gathered, it was like, what did our pastor call it? It was like um, a night to listen or something like that, and we invited the people of color from our church to talk to us about how they were feeling, and really... Our pastor's role was telling the white people to like shut up. Well, that's good for like, him. We're just listening tonight yeah. to what this is like, and I learned so much that night about things I was doing wrong, thinking that I was being like an ally. An ally. Sure. Like, oh my god, no, I'm just 
appropriating. You know what yeah. I mean? And so, but that's an innocent thing to do. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And so yeah. I love this visual of Stu Pickles. Yeah. He's not purposely trying, trying no, to my be. God. He's not trying to be. He's <laughs> egregious. He's, yeah. That's it. He's he believes in his heart. Right. He is being supportive. super supportive. But it was funny because he says that, and then they cut to Dee Dee after like you know something explodes, right. and she's like, "I just hope it's swallow appropriate." And yeah. I, was like, I was like, "Wait, what?" And then it and then it shines on it, and I was like, "Oh, Jesus. no pun intended." Oh, sweet Jesus. <laughs> That's exactly right. And exactly in keeping with Stu Pickle's character. Um, so, Angel- then we move to the, everyone saying, all right, we got to go to the synagogue for, you know, the fair and the, and the play. And as they're about to walk out of the door, Boris says, the meaning of Hanukkah, ha! and throws the newspaper on the floor. Because it's his arch nemesis. In right. the photo on the news Shlomo. When he was told it would be him. Right. He's like, it was supposed to be me. He was supposed to have the front page photo. And instead it was the king of the Greeks. So as he tosses his paper down, calling it the meaning of Hanukkah, what do the babies care? The <gasps> meaning of Hanukkah. Yes. And they're like, oh my goodness. So they go to what time he calls the synagogue. I love, I love. Which I love. And there's a fair at the synagogue, which is like every adult's dream because there's food everywhere, yeah. right? As a kid, you don't appreciate that, but you're like, wow, look at all of the food. I want it all. Put it right in my gullet. Angelica tries one of the latkes, and she's like, sorry, guys. Chelsea's opening another. But there's a bottle of champagne open right there, girl. Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't wow. That's fine. We'll finish That's that fine. One, Seriously, yeah. Just refill our glasses. Oh, yeah. That's so. Chill. This is. What? This is a splash. Oh, is it? I you, you want to hear a funny story? Sidebar. We uh, when you were over the other night, <laughs> I poured one of us a glass of prosecco, and I was like, I'll put this back in the fridge. There was literally less than a sip left in the bottle. Oh wow! And the next day, I took it out. And I was like, Well, well, that is silly. <laughs> It's funny, our whole running joke with Tyler and I is that when he gets up and says, can I get you anything? I'm like, just one more splash. And, like, clearly I don't mean a splash. I mean a real pour, but right. just one more splash. And does he give you gosh. a splash? No, he gives me a real pour. Okay, he knows well. better. He's <laughs> been married a while. He knows. He knows He's better. a good guy. He knows. He is. Tyler is a great man. Um, Adam, you listen to this podcast every week, and just as an FYI, I know you're the Neighborhood Watch, but... Uh, Wait, I Tyler bought a new car over 24 hours ago, and oh, you haven't even you have noticed, noticed it. So if you haven't We're noticed it by you. now, this is, you have failed. Um, okay. So they're at the fair. Angelica doesn't like potato pancakes. A lot She's does. nuts. She, well, you know Angelica. I She's know. a breed of her own. And she goes looking for a television. And then what I love about this next scene is we have presumably like the director of the play who seems like he's straight out of Hollywood, like directing these senior citizens. Okay, but here's the thing. So I did like community theater in high school. Did you really? Well, yeah, it wasn't. So it was a program called the Rising Stars, which wasn't, it wasn't through a school. You know what? So it was like multiple school kids. We all got together and Mm -hmm. we did it. And the director of our show treated these plays. Like, it was Broadway. Oh you know what God. I mean? Like, we had something we called Hell Week, which was the week before opening night, yeah. where 
we were there every night perfecting the show. And I remember it being like a whole thing. Like my mom, get Lori on the phone. She's about Holly because it was supposed to be like, you know, we'd have to be there every day for right. after school. It was supposed to be like three to six and the parents would show up at six and then they'd sit and wait for like an hour while they gave us notes about our performance. Oh and my like could, God. It was the whole thing. Like he was very like. How long did you do this for? How many years? Seventh through ninth grade. Wow. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah, and and BD, guys. (laughs) Chelsea's an actress. Basically, (laughs) Davis. Nah, that's like (laughs) so dorky, but it was a good time. And so immediately, vibes of flashbacks. Yep, community theater, like wannabe Broadway directors. Love it. And then Boris and Shlomo are talking shit to each other, which I love. Mm -hmm. Yeah, definitely like going off. They're like reading their lines with such like fierce anger and mm-hmm. then all of a sudden it's like mm, I don't think they are to which Chaz then said Hanukkah's so interesting yeah. you know <laughs> and I was like that's what made me think like okay he's probably not Jewish right right but right could be wrong maybe he just doesn't know anything about his culture Who knows? could be could be um so after this backstage scene Angelica stumbles upon the Torah while looking for a television and she sees... Oh, wait, can I actually say something yes, before please. that? Um, so it's funny, because so she goes to look for the television mm-hmm. and, like, comes into the janitor's closet. And right. it's funny that, like, you know, I've probably seen this episode 400 times, right. you know, in the 90s, you know? Right. And it's funny that I said she went to sneak up on the television, and I said all of a sudden, like, or or maybe it wasn't the... It was when... Oh, I'm sorry. No, I messed it up. He, she was, like, seeing the Torah... And she runs away, and I, like, knew that happened, and I remembered that. So when it played out, I was like, oh, I knew that was, I could, like, because I remember that, you know? I, was, like, I remember that scene that, that she was, like, funny. just, like, runs away. And she was, like, <laughs> around, you know? And then sees the TV and is like, She's like I gotta go! <laughs> um, so she ends up getting escorted to the nursery because... She had accidentally like wa- like crushed a man dressed as a dreidel, and then he sees her. He sees her in the bathroom. Right. So tell me, because this is what I hashtag starred, starred, starred. Oh, the worst for '90s kids. Moment. The fact that she's running around the and no one fucking knows where she is. On her own, nobody knows where she is. For one, but for two, that a stranger danger. Yeah. Was the one who made the decision to take her to the nursery. Because in the '90s, it took a village. Right, that's the thing. And everyone so, parented that way. I and I gotta say, whack or all that, I'm a little bit all that if it's done appropriately. Yeah. Because I think that, like, like if my kid's being an asshole and I'm missing it, by all means, please tell him he's being right. an asshole. You know what right. I mean? Yeah, right. Um, so this is a moment where, watching it, I'm like, yeah, <laughs> somebody should have been watching that kid. She belongs <laughs> in the nursery. But also, at the same time, like, Today, can you imagine seeing a man dressed in a dreidel carrying a child who's not his to the nursery? We'd be like, the police! <laughs> also, can you imagine being a man and coming out dressed as a dreidel and yelling and screaming at a three-year-old for pushing him down? Because I was like, I'm pretty sure she's three. You know? I'm right. Right. You know, she has a mouth like a 20-year-old, you know, so I get that for, you know, she starts back-talking you him, you know. Like, oh, my God. My God, Char's mouth is on the corner. She talks out of the side of her mouth, uh, literally. Yeah, that's right. That is literally. Oh my God! Is that her, why they do that? Ooh, maybe her mouth. Yeah. Her mouth is like up by her it ear. It really is. She talks out of the side of her mouth. Oh my God! Rock rats. Yeah. You guys are. 
You guys. Geniuses. But they throw her in the nursery, I which know. I also love which that. spoils her plans. I also love that when they were walking, it was dark time, dark time, God, nighttime, and <laughs> they, you know, and it was like the holiday special that Angelica that was like at night. No. It was dark time. You know what you Also, it's seasonal. It's probably 3 p.m. and right, it's dark. Right, But meanwhile, I'm like, okay, I'm like, why is there a nursery center at the senior center, a senior synagogue? Oh. Like, why is there a nursery? But on top of that, I was like, why is it still open? And then okay, I was so, like, you know what? So was it a senior like, center or was it a synagogue, but the senior center happened to be doing a play there? I think it's a synagogue that... Okay. 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 Then they, because they, the they, Torah's there. The oh, Torah's right, right, right. right. Okay. Yeah. And then that would make sense why there's a nursery at okay. like a church and synagogue. Plot holes. Filled. I mean, not really. We Plot holes filled. Yeah. That's okay. 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 I was like, no, no, <laughs> it's, our, it's us. It's like, you did great, Rugrats. Um, the babies also end up in the nursery because when they see the meanie of Hanukkah on stage, they decide to charge him, which I think is hilarious. Love it. I love. I also love this like parenting moment because I feel it's very relatable like I'll just keep them with me right you know they're well like, behaved for the most part kids, and then yeah. they're like yikes never mind can't tell you how many times that's happened to us at church like literally like yeah been there done that Got I it. also love the fact that they have Boris and uh Shlomo like fighting oh yeah you know like throughout the episode they're bickering and they're literally I think at this point they're literally fist no they're not fist fighting at this point the acting is terrible, which makes me laugh. Oh, they do start fist fighting mm-hmm. at some point, but not and quite yet. that's when they push yeah. him out and then yes. they bring the guy. Yes. yes. So the kids get tossed to the nursery. Angelica says, you guys are dumb when they say that they're looking for the meanie of Hanukkah. Mm-hmm. And then she's like, oh, wait a minute. I can use this to my advantage. Yeah. And they plot a plan to escape. So... After that scene, we go to Boris and Shlomo fist fighting on the stage and then behind the curtain and they're having an argument about who was more braggy. Yes. Okay. This is a very like heartfelt moment and I love that they included this scene. Me too. I love this moment. Rugrats, you crush it. Rugrats, you're woke. I'm here for it. Yes. So they're arguing because... Um, Boris is saying you're always bragging about your money and your fancy business and he's fancy like fancy pants business fancy deal. pants business and he's like you're always bragging about your grandkids and your kids and blah 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 and then we find out that Schmo Schmo Schlomo essentially it sounds like his wife couldn't have kids yeah sounds like they struggled he, with him and his wife were not blessed with a child with a we're child. never blessed with children I know. I, know. I know and then he's like that's what you think like he's like he's, he's like the, that's all I had my business was all I had I know and, he, and, and then just, he said now you know and I was like oh my god tears and Boris's face that. immediately fell which if like, he oh. if it didn't I would I would dismiss him for right, sure but right. I was like, like wow he I'm felt that, that. Yeah. you know Be, yes 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 and I felt I felt awful for him in that posi- in that moment. I was glad to see, like you said, that Boris seemed to feel empathy and sympathy. And then Shlomo gives Boris his crown and says, "I have no one to share this tradition with anyway." Because his wife had passed. Too. Right. Right. So, right. but that I wrote down that line too with, with six crying emojis. <laughs> Kate's holding up her phone. She literally has six six crying, crying emojis. emojis. 
I wrote in all caps, this is a lesson that it's almost never what it seems. Because yeah. here is something I have really realized with humans. I have such grace for people over the last couple of years because I have realized that like their attitude, their problems, their meanness and stuff is almost never like what it is. What it is. Right. It's really like there's some other hurt that there's some other hurt yeah. that you're just That's the way it's coming out. It's coming out sideways. Yes. So yes. I, I love this scene. This is also why you should never, ever, ever ask someone, when are you having babies? When yeah, are you going to have kids? Like, just don't. It's rude. It's none of your business. You have no idea if they've been trying for years. Or if maybe they just don't want kids. And it's really none of your business. I love how the Rugrats always end up being our deepest episodes. Isn't Hilarious. that? It's, okay. it's really wild. So lightening it up a little <laughs> now they're in the security guard's office he's sleeping in front of the tv angelica's gonna use the baby's human ladder to climb up to it and lil says careful that's my soft spot <laughs> so i'm watching this and tyler is in the kitchen and starts laughing out loud and he goes and then to which they say you know i think uh you know, one of the other babies says, your whole head is a soft spot. Yeah. And Tyler starts laughing more and then goes, wait, how old are they? Don't soft spots finish up by... I was like, Tyler, that's not the point. Like, it's, <laughs> it's funny. And meanwhile, though, he's like laughing out loud. He's Googling. So funny. It is funny. Is Natalie soft spot? <laughs> <laughs> Believe me, that was like the first question he asked to our pediatrician. He was like, when is this gone? You know, he was very nervous about it. I was like, are you touching your head? Like, why, why are you You're like, worried? let me just rub your soft spot for a are minute. Climbing on her just gonna poke your brain (laughs) it was was so funny hearing him in the other room laughing at me watching Rugrats you know because it is like we said before like it's adult right it's it's adult humor you know because like a baby wouldn't or a baby like but a kid doesn't understand what that means you know think right. that's funny they just think it's funny that they're climbing on top of each other exactly which is also like low-key funny so angelica so. succeeds she gets the tv she runs off with it but she pretty much drops it and breaks it immediately she is sobbing well because she runs into shlomo yep quote the meanie of hanukkah as we know and mm-hmm. like you said she's sobbing um he picks her up and the babies because they're they're calling him the meanie of hanukkah they're like He's trying to squeeze her guts out. <laughs> so they all, like, and I love Tommy's, like, sweet little, like, how can I disarm this terrorist gently <laughs> without, you know what I mean? Like, I'm not coming at guns ablaze. How I'm like, can I disarm hey, this Do you terrorist? want a, a cup of coffee? But he comes up, he's like, you know what helps me relax? A story. <laughs> so I'm going to bring him a story. It and is really funny up, when you put it yeah, that way. Yeah, he walks up with, like, this with his head over his head like they do in Catholic mass, right? Like walking in with the, the good The Bible book. over there. Yeah. yeah. Over their head. Brings it in and uh, But I also love story. that he comes in with my first Hanukkah book. Yeah. And I like love that. So like I think cute. that's so great to have, you know, but also that that's the book he has he and presented. Has. And then all of a sudden Shlomo finds himself surrounded by babies and he's freaking out. Like I cannot handle this. And Boris walks in, a seasoned father and grandfather. So I love Boris in this scene. Yes. Because he is so dismissed. He's not like, what is going He doesn't say, like, what did you do? What is right. going on? He's or like, where are your parents? <laughs> <laughs> why are my why are all kids these children like, back here? My grandson, no, all his friends, for some Tom reason. Does, is, picks up one of the many he picks up Angelica. And yeah. is like, 
They want you to read a story. And you know what I love too that uh, they did throughout this episode, and especially here, is they use they use a lot of Yiddish terms of endearment. Like you said, when they call Dizala, and he says, uh, "There, there, 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 oh. Tatala." And Kindela, you're right. Yes. Say that. Yep. And uh, he says that when he's picking up uh, Angelica, which is a Yiddish term of endearment for a child. And he said, like you said, he says the kids want you to read to them. And he's mm-hmm. like, I don't know. Why. He's like, I don't know. You do it. He's like, no, he wants you. Right. And he helps him. He like skips ahead to the part that they yeah. haven't already heard. And I felt like that was very, even though they seem to have their disagreements, it was a very sweet moment between them. I no, agree. no, no. Like, Especially after the moment that they just had backstage where, right. like, Boris just learned this big secret about his, right. his frenemy, right. you know? And right. so it's, it's like, like, fragile male egos, right? No. Like, he's not ready to apologize. He's yeah. not ready to whatever. But that's but how like, he's, he's apologizing, gonna, yeah, he's right? Like, I'm going to bring you in on this moment, yeah, and I'm right. not going to... And bring I'm you gonna, into my family. I'm going to try yes. and make it yes. is, go well for you. Right. That's a really good point. Men never change, do they? No. <laughs> I can't say sorry, but let me help you. Yeah. <laughs> huh. So then... Amen. Shlomo tells the rest of the story to the children about, you know, how Judas of Maccabee drove Antiochus out. Yes, yeah, so now we're back in the past. Yes, like, and now we're back. back in the past. Amen. And uh, Boris tells him... Because he's talking about the menorah and how it was broken. And Boris says, the babies don't know what a menorah is. So Shmuel finds a menorah in a box and he takes it out. And he says, and this is the part that got me. It's like a nightlight of our people. In times of darkness, it shines on the whole world. Reminding us not to be afraid to be different, but to be proud of who we are. Which, like, like even now, like, do you see all my... You Harry Puerto Rican. Wow, I thought, what is that? Oh, wow, I guess I scratched myself. I guess I have blood everywhere. (laughs) That's something. So, Um, (laughs) going in. But that quote can be used, like, at any point in time about so many different groups of people, even today. And I, like, I love it. It's 2020 in a nutshell. Rugrats woke, I'm telling you. And I love the Rugrats explanation of a miracle or a miracle mm-hmm. as they say it's something do we all write down miracle because I, yes. oh, yeah. I, I wrote and then i wrote lol because i thought it was so funny <laughs> that they said it like that something you think will never happen but it does happen that's perfect and that's like, exactly what a miracle is 100%, yeah but like is. how hard is it when literally so thinking about like our situation I mean I haven't gotten to a point yet but I know it's coming where I'm gonna have to talk to Holland about everything that happened with Josh with Josh and the word is miracle right how do you describe a miracle thank you Rugrats (laughs) there you go something you think is never gonna happen but it it happens yes and I can remember the night the the night of the five percent I remember Alicia calling me and I think Liz maybe and telling us what was happening or maybe we FaceTimed and I remember going up to Adam and saying Josh is going to die tonight well Josh is upstairs still clearly yeah making very loud noises (laughs) (laughs) but all that to say you know what I mean like so and let's not forget right before Chucky says it's a miracle our boy Stu comes in Oh my god, yes. How could we forget? Well, no, because this is the closing scene, so this all happens. Oh, right. Oh, that's a great point. Yep. So all of this is happening behind a curtain. No one sees it. Yep. Right. 
And then Sue comes in with his menorah. Oh, that lovely menorah. And as expected, it explodes. And Dee Dee, though, do you love her in this moment where she's like, tell me when it's over? (laughs) Yeah, I mean, that is, she is used to this. And like. She expects it. That's an honest wife reaction. (laughs) Am I right? Am I right? Especially a wife of a husband who's such a shit show like Stu, you know, where she just knows. I'm gonna, I'm, yes. I love him and I support him, but just let me know when it's over. Just let me know when it's. I love her. I do too. And then the curtain falls. Behind the invention right up. And they say, Dee Dee, look. And here I am actually thinking that somehow the menorah is just glowing and all the cultural inappropriateness is gone. Of course, that's not what happens. The curtain <laughs> falls on top of the menorah top of is glowing. True. But it's the true menorah. Yes. And it's all the babies and Boris and Shlomo. And Boris wakes them up and says, Hey, you're. It's, basically like it's your line and then they conclude the play together and but before then, that he says it's your line and he's holding tommy and he basically just throws tommy on the floor and i was like oh that's all oh, the classic 90s whatever you're fine you'll be fine your soft spots <laughs> grandpa even today. oh yeah that is classic grandpa yeah. and then the two frenemies say the blessing together I love it. And then Chucky says, it's a miracle. It's a miracle. And I love it. And that it was the perfect way to end this sh- episode. Okay. This episode gets five stars. 2020 gets one star. 2020 Hanukkah gets like barely half a star. Or episode of the Rugrats gets five stars. Five Nailed it. Out of you five. crushed it. It tracks. I would show it to my kids today. I might. You know what? Hanukkah. Maybe I will show it to them this weekend. I'm be so like, hey, you guys want to learn about a different, a, holiday? a different holiday that happens in December? I'm so glad that Chelsea shares her Hulu password with me so I can share this with my children. <laughs> okay, can I real quick, like, funny story that I love about Hulu password yes. sharing? Yes. This is what I was saying when you were like, Kate, do you have Hulu? Because if not, and I was like, just use mine. All right, we've said a hundred times, I live a half a mile away, right? Mm-hmm. So Josh and I once took our fire stick elsewhere. Like Saratoga or something. Yes. We plugged it into the TV. We tried to log into Hulu, and it wouldn't let us because it asked us if we wanted to like permanently change our location, and was like, you can only do this once a year. Really? So we were like, oh God, no, we don't want to do that. It doesn't even recognize that you're in a different home because we're so close. Yes. That's amazing. <laughs> oh, thank God. Thank God. So Not that I couldn't so afford good. it, but why bother? But why bother? Well, if it comes <laughs> down to it, if Hulu restricts their things, Tyler and I do pay for ours. So and she's you, literally and you're across, across the street. street. So, oh, and wow. I mean, some people have houses big enough that would cover the space oh, on their house. And my husband, my there's goodness, no way right. that oh, I like, cut so it. So like, like, wow, they Hulu, catch you. How dare yeah. you try yeah. to judge me, okay? Yeah. I own a 20,000 square foot home in Latham, New York. All right. Three quarters of a mile away from Target. Yes, I'm living the dream. Thank you. It may be the 7-Eleven medical building, but come on, you can't tell me that there's only there's more than one Hulu account in that whole building. Please. Amazing. There, everyone in that medical arts building is like, what do we have to do? Let's all share it. Jill's covered on all angles because she's like, I got it for now, but in the event that they they start tracking my GPS location, no, it's fine. Kate, Kate's I truly totally believe if you steal a password from somebody, you need to have three backups in place at all times. Wow, oh look God, at you! You, you, you guys, I don't want it right now. Kate's like, like, Kate's 
minute, you don't? You are ill prepared. <laughs> I don't want to pay for something that are you I ready not for necessary. Because <laughs> it sounds like that. Exactly. I mean, when it comes down to it, I don't pay for Disney Plus, but we pay for Hulu, so somebody else in my family needs to come through if Disney Plus fails. Uh, my brother pays for it now, but then it's like point. Netflix we steal from my mother-in-law, and you know what? If she decides to cut us off from there, then I jump on my parents. They're my backup. And they wow, look at they you. They probably know it because I think she'll have a little name. literally got a plan. In place. Well, it's not prepared. my fault that you need to have it's 15 streaming it's services. Oh and we still pay for cable. Okay. Okay, well, so, you should definitely cut the cable cord. Yeah. I you know. Do you, wait, cord. do you have Hulu or Hulu Live? Hulu. Okay, so I steal her Hulu Live. Oh, okay. Which is better than cable. Well, we have DirecTV because oh. Tyler likes the NFL package because the Bengals don't play oh. here. So we keep that. So And that honestly, I put up a fight about it at first, not because of the sports package, but I just didn't want to pay for cable. Right. And then quarantine happened and I was like thank you uh, lord yeah, I am glad okay. and I really don't watch anything but like Comedy Central to watch The Office which I could just watch on anything else but now having Natalie with like Blue's Clues oh, like yeah. things like that have yeah. come in yes. clutch for sure the National Football League if you're listening and we know you are you would make fucking bank if you would make a service like Hulu or Netflix right. or Prime right. where you played all the football games and charge seven ninety nine a month. All year, all year round. I would pay it to get rid of cable. I would yeah, pay but, all year round seven ninety nine. That's nothing. Yeah, but think, how think many of people have cable. I know, but think about how much football. money the NFL makes from commercials that on like true. ABC, NBC, CBS, whatever mm. the f they play on. But that's the I problem. would be fine with watching commercials on a certain. There you go. Especially think of how many people actually don't support their local team. Oh, you know, yeah, that's true. I mean, yeah. like, well, right. that's, yeah, the Cowboys, Cowboys and Lions, Cowboys and yeah. our house, uh, yeah. Bengals. Yeah, nobody, like, nobody's from Ohio <laughs> up here. What are we doing? <laughs> How did I even start liking the Bengals? His family, like his like mom's family, his dad's family, I and like see. his dad grew up a Bengals fan, so so is he. And um, what about Natalie? What what is she? She's like Giants Bengals. Oh, okay. yeah. Like I support the Giants, but so, like I have to support the Bengals because you gotta make her own decision as she grows. No, I mean it will probably. <laughs> I want to say it comes down to like who will have a better winning record, but seeing as the Giants and the Bengals both suck, you know, it is what it is. Lions and Cowboys. <laughs> I mean, like ultimately, what a messy, it, messy time to be alive. I hope I get to see a Bengals Super Bowl. Soon, eventually, okay. in a couple right. years, because it would make Tyler's entire world, and that wow, would make me so happy. Wow, you are so such happy. a good wife. It would be really great. You know, we actually go to the Giants Bengals every four years, and we've done it for the past uh, eight years. So we were actually supposed to go last weekend. Oh, that's and, right. And we were supposed Did you to set go. Your cardboard cutouts in your place. <laughs> no, but actually, mm-hmm. uh, eight years ago, I flew him to Cincinnati. We had just started dating, oh. and I was like, I want to take him to a Giants Bengals game. Like he'd never oh. been to a Bengals game. It'll be so much fun. I was like really into football back then. I was like, it'll be great. And we Before were children, on. You mean? Hey, oh yeah. my God, for sure. This was meanwhile. <laughs> I'm like, thank God there's a pandemic. I don't know, like who's gonna watch her all weekend Thanksgiving weekend. So I was like, oh, I was like kind of lucky it like works out that way but it sucks because it was like a nice tradition we had going but um it was like one